This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Good morning, guys. Good morning, fellas. How are we? I'm good. Good, good morning. I'm good. Good morning. Good morning. A crystal clear morning this morning. Out yeah, it was weird weather this week, wasn't it? It, it was, was strange. It was cool. It was strange. Uh, we, were, we were down in Point Loma for dinner on Thursday night. Yeah. And we were sitting outside on a, on a deck. And, man, as soon as the sun went down, everything lit up yeah uh, we didn't get any rain where we were not oh. not a drop but we, we could see the electrical storm all around us and moving from the south up up to the north it was that was really it, cool it was pretty uh, yeah, pretty impressive rain pretty hard at my house for a short period of time i was gonna yeah. say we we left point loma we were driving home about eight forty-five. we left at eight forty-five. we were driving back to scripture ranch and it was dry all the way out the eight and got on the 163, and about halfway up the 163, it was wet. Yeah. And then you got up just past, uh, or got up to around Miramar Road. It was bone dry, and not a drop of rain at our that's, house. That's it strange. was it was very bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. But, you know, that's beautiful. Two, two big two big electrical storms within what a week yeah, of each other. Pretty Ten, cool. Two weeks of each other. Yeah. Pretty wild. I went to uh, Del Mar yesterday morning to walk the beach with some of my children, and and you, there was evidence of a lot of water. Oh yeah, come down. Yeah, it was definitely looked wet as you were driving out that way. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty wild. I, I was talking to my mom about it though, and for some reason, and I don't know if it's maybe it's just my bad memory or not, but I thought as a kid we got more thunderstorms in San Diego than we have over the past few years because we we've gone years now where we haven't had a thunderstorm in San Diego, you know, in the coastal or inland part right, of San Diego. Right. But I could have swore as a kid that we had them more often. But I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I remember sitting at the beach as a kid and looking east and seeing the big thunder heads to the east. And Over the mountains. Remembering yeah. Being, yeah the, well, there were big ones yesterday. I don't know if the, I don't know if anything happened. No, they went. They went east. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty wild. Uh, let's see. Oh, do you know what the classes are by chance? No, you think I would know. Uh, <laughs> I do. You, oh, George does. <laughs> George. Well, you guys have a, a composting class in San Diego oh, okay. at 9 a.m. Kathleen, right. Kathleen's given. Yeah, yeah. And then and we have uh, Brian's going to teach a class on ornamental trees. We, we do a lot on fruit trees and roses and vegetables and fruit trees and roses and vegetables. Well, and this one's a little bit different. Saying, you, don't you typically think that ornamental trees are pretty useless? No, I well, mean, I mean, in kidding, some ways, course, but, but you know, the, the shade well, can be. No, the no, shade... he means you in particular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, I, not... I personally do. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, some have some value. Well, yeah, they do, but obviously, but still, right? Correct. Yeah. But yeah, so Brian's going to teach uh, ornamental trees up in, at nine thirty. Very. Good. The non-worthless ones. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, with all due, all with all purpose, due respect, some sort of purpose. 
shade, hang a tree fort or put a tree fort. Or... Well, you know, when I do the little tours of the nursery for kids, mm-hmm. we talk about trees. And we're standing out on the asphalt in the sun and it's yeah. hot. And I ask them what trees are good for, and they don't think about it until we walk under, under a tree. A shade tree yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yes, it yeah. That you go and underneath that big tipu tipuana and yes. say, so notice the difference here. Yes. Yep. Uh, let's see, it wasn't last week because I wasn't here last week, but the week before, uh, John Clements from the San Diego Botanical Garden had called in and had mentioned the bromeliad show that they have going on. He, he mentioned it last week as oh, well. Oh, did he? Yes. Yeah, we spoke with him again but last I, week. But I begged him to call, so it no. was it was not him just calling yeah well mel and i went oh, to okay. go see it it's incredible it oh, is really absolutely incredible i would highly highly recommend sometime between now and i think it's the 26th uh, go and see it but they've completely changed the way the botanical garden is set up too. Oh, really? you know you used to go out quail gardens drive and then you would turn left and you'd go up the hill to the right. parking lot don't do that anymore you go past that driveway that driveway is closed off. You go past that driveway, and the conservatory is actually down by Quail Gardens Road. Okay. It's on the same level as Quail Gardens Road, and there's two big parking lots right next to the conservatory. And then when you go into the garden, you go in through the conservatory. Uh, the conservatory itself is is amazing. I mean, it's it's really, really pretty. Uh, but what they've done with it and the the plants that they've brought in are just phenomenal. I mean, it, it's... Huh. I can't. I can't describe it. I mean, you, you've got. You've got to go see it. it. It's. It's well. Well worth going to see. So. It's an incredible collection and arrangement of those plants. Yeah, it's. It's phenomenal. So, so John, thank you very much for uh, letting everybody know about that, and uh, hopefully, we'll get some people to come out and see it for you because it is. It is definitely something it, to see. The the new driveway, or the new parking lot, is right off of the driveway that goes up to Ranch Pickup. Where we used Is to it? go up, yeah. I, well, it looks like it with the little gate at the top. Where we used to go to pick up the point setup. So I always thought Ranch it, Pickup yeah. was over by. I don't know that I ever went to Ranch Pickup, but I always thought Ranch Pickup was over by the old house. It it came off of whatever off that of Quail Gardens Drive. Right? Yeah, and you just go up and over the little hill, and the the pickup greenhouse, the little store, was at the end of a of a greenhouse, just right up over the crest of that driveway. Okay. Well, for those of us who hadn't driven up there, what, what when you say pickup, what are you picking up? What was this place? That, that was, was kind of vague. Kind of vague? It wasn't kind of vague. It was very vague okay. for the rest of us. That is where we used to go get our equi poinsettias every year. Okay. If, when they weren't – stuff that wasn't delivered, we would go up there and, and pick it up. And then also at Ranch Pickup, they would have stuff that wasn't normally available. They would have – they'd have blocks of new hybrids or – new colors that were not for general general release yet okay. so we could we we could we could get some we could get some interesting things that we that right. you normally wouldn't find it was uh it was it it was pretty neat and i one year melanie and i went up there for the um for the trials and that was incredible uh, that was though that was in the greenhouses that were closest to the ranch house and that's a little vague what do you mean by the trials it was where they <laughs> they had a Thank bunch you. a bunch of new hybrids a bunch of new colors um new forms all in the they're they're all just absolutely pristine plants 
huge tables of them. Right. And the, the it 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 was it was it was something to see. It was it was really something to see. And unfortunately, that's all gone. All gone now. Part of the history of San yes. Diego. Part of the history of San Diego. <laughs> um, but I somebody who was there's a, another there's a hybridizer has taken over that space now. I can't remember. Duman? Maybe it's Duman. Um, but I think they were doing I think they were growing mums. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see what to see what comes out of that. Uh some of the stuff that's going on <clears throat> in the store right now. The corpse flower is looking ours is looking pretty good. I guess you guys sold yours. Oh we did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So uh but ours looks ours looks really nice. Uh it did not bloom this year. Just no, but it's it, grown. It's grown tremendous. Someone might say, "Thankfully, yeah, yes, exactly." I don't know. Except the flies. When it blooms, I will probably be displeased. Right. But well, uh, you would be pleased. I mean, to have it bloom is going to be, be ex- neat, and, and and then we take it outside and get and hide it for until it's done. But it has, it has really grown. Well, when you consider how big the plant is. Compared to how big the tuber is that it grows from, it's pretty impressive. Because the the tuber is what maybe the size of a a volleyball, not quite, not quite that big. But the trunk on that thing has got to be four inches across at the base. Yes, oh, and it's tall right now. I think it's, it's got to be close up. to ten feet. Right, it's yeah, it's, it's touching the rafters up there now. We're gonna have to lower it down. I, I've given it more water this this year. Almost every day I go pour water a little on bit it in it and. Makes a difference. I don't know. I seems. To. I don't know. It is. Do you guys do you fertilizer or do anything? With yeah, it? I oh, put okay. uh, grow power planting tablets okay. in it when I potted it, and then added some more a few weeks ago, and then I put some liquid fertilizer in the water. I've been having a great time overfeeding this thing until it takes over. I can. I can feed me Seymour. <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna take over. As long as we don't kill it. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, um, um, bulbs are starting to come in. Bearded iris are, have started arriving. Although we were we've thinned out quite a bit on there, we did, we did not get very many. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't. I haven't been there, so I don't know exactly what we. Yeah, had. See, Mark. Mark's kind of out of not out of sorts, but yeah, he's discombobulated a little bit. Because one week ago today, was, he was, I in, was in Ohio. Ohio yeah, I Definitely. remember it well. It was almost weather was wonderful company was wonderful it was all good are we yeah. are we going to be getting a bunch more bulbs i hope so we, well yeah. we are expecting yes the bulk of them has still not arrived which yeah, is which, it's very unusual i would tell you that well, because it's late yeah because yeah. you guys the san diego store has a bulb class next saturday week yeah, from which, today that's yes kind of, i didn't realize that they hadn't come in now not that there's a whole lot i can do about it but curious as to why well it probably has something to do with that. Well, I know company being this is this being their last season. Correct. Yeah, that's, Correct. Yeah. yeah, but we do we do have Dutch iris in. Um, if you like saffron, you can grow your own saffron. saffron. We have saffron crocus in, which is there. <laughs> Are you going to tell us? No, your I'm not going to tell a story again. Okay. Uh, but I still they're, chuckle. They're very very easy to very easy to grow. It's a pretty, it's a it's a really nice looking plant as well. It's very easy to grow. It looks good. It takes care of itself, and uh, it and takes a true. lot of. Effort and energy to get your saffron. Uh, probably everybody's favorite bulb. At least we sell more of them than we do anything else. I think are paper whites. 
Yes. And those are those are available now. And we did have some alliums in stock too. I don't so think we they're the giant lab- ones, but they're nice ones. Belladonna's too. Didn't we get Belladonna's we did. at Poway? Yeah. And you should have gotten some yesterday. Okay. Naked ladies. Naked ladies. Yeah, so, I, was out, I was out hiking this week. I know. This week, I saw that on your Facebook thing. And I got to see snakes, or a snake, big rattlesnake, beautiful rattlesnake, a dead toad, and naked ladies in full bloom along the trail. Right. They're not native, are they? No, but at one end of the trail, there are the remnants of a house. Okay. And around that house are Amaryllis belladonna, okay. also known naked. as the naked lady, and chasmanthe, both of which spread and grow very well here. The chasmanthe has stayed around the house, but the Belladonna. belladonnas, there's a big cluster around the house, but a hundred yards away around some other trees, there's a bunch of other ones, and there were different colors, some picatees, some darker colors, wow. and I'm guessing birds or animals spread the seed, Yeah, and so That's we have wild. hybrids growing you know, out in the middle of nowhere, and they naturalize. They get no... No um, care, water. no supplemental watering, <laughs> no supplemental care other than what, what nature brings them. And I have pictures from a year ago, a month ago, a year ago, and they were in full bloom when I was up there. And I thought, it's been too dry. They're not going to bloom this year. And they are blooming now, but they're blooming a month late. And I don't, I don't know why. I'm, I was trying to figure that out. But we haven't had oh, – we did get a, a we did little get bit of rain. rain. Maybe that yeah, is maybe what that's triggered, what triggered it. it. Yeah, that could be. And that was at Miller Ranch Road. Miller Miller Ranch Road in the National Wildlife Refuge. Where now? Where is that at? Do you know where Steel Canyon High School is? Vaguely, it is at the base of Mount Miguel. That's probably okay. Of Mount San Miguel. Okay, and it's it's um, it's a great short, vigorous trail. Although Ken and I, not you, took no, the not me. less vigorous portion because it had been a long day but the rattlesnake was just southern pacific rattlesnake beautiful that was just a big snake just hanging out alongside snake, yeah. the alongside the trail yeah I, I wouldn't have been hanging out yeah i would have, i had a roll down I the would, hill i would have been out of there well we were walking right past it because it's a fairly wide fire road there that we were on and ken screamed scared me and we weren't going to be encountered by it I'm it was sure far enough away you telling that story but well was it, it a high-pitched scream or a... it, it, it kind of was <laughs> but i wasn't going there with that he no, just the way he exclaimed scared me no i hear you and it wasn't like we were walking up the trail and about to step on it It wouldn't have been the scream that would have well whatever okay noted duly yeah. noted we need to take a quick break here with Garden Talk. You're listening to us on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. We'll be back with more Garden Talk right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. 
Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you and we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number we would love to talk to you. Um, mums are starting to come in. We've gotten some of the cash pots in. Those yeah, are beautiful. September, yes. Spectacular. And mums and pansies and violas and all well, of the... Winter or fall. The fall. Winter fall. fall. Yeah. We, yeah. The flowers of fall are arriving. Yes. And fall vegetables are starting to come in now, too. The cool season. Cool season stuff. It's time to toss your old veggies and stuff. Sort of. And, and replace. And yes. yes. It's time. You know, we, yep. When was it? I guess it was. Last weekend, Melanie and I went up to. Last week? Yeah. Last weekend, Melanie and I went. We went up to a, a winery in Escondido that go to every once in a while and it's off a of highland valley road and up right near right near right across the street from where evergreen used to be which is now the big tree nursery which i don't understand why evergreen couldn't be there but the big tree nursery can be there so i don't know what they did to change the runoff into the lake but uh pinery does a pumpkin patch there okay and like um i think it was about a, about two months ago, we went up there and there was nothing. I mean, it, it was just it was just dirt. And I, and I thought, oh well, they must not be going to put the pumpkin patch in. And we drove up there last weekend, and it's there. I mean, uh, everything's growing. I mean, the, the the corn's growing, the pumpkins are growing, the the sunflowers. I mean, everything. And they're they're getting everything set up for it. But I couldn't believe how fast. It, it, yeah, because it it was literally dirt, and then just boom, it's. It's there. Madeline. The kids from Madeline went to the pumpkin patch up at the Pinery. It was, do you remember that? Where I did you not. Did, okay. I must have been on that field trip. Gotcha. Okay. It's a long time ago. But it was across. Yeah. It, they did the fall field trip from, from, from school. Well, it's a, we, went to, we, we went to it a couple of years ago um, just to check it because we didn't, didn't want to drive all the way up to. Yeah. Debates, yeah. which is in itself is a yes, is problematic. Um, but it they do they do a very they do a very very nice job. Huh. It's it's a if you don't want to go all the way up there, and it's not nearly as crazy as a uh, as Bates is either. Yes. So if you want to do something a little bit more subdued, that's uh, where I would recommend going. It's a it's a very nice place, and it and they as <laughs> is Bates, but like you said, yeah, it's a yeah, and as you keep going out. Highland Valley Road, and you get to the Pinery, they, the number of racks for the living Christmas trees that they're getting ready to ship is really? unreal. I mean, it, it's just row after row after row all the way down, all the way down Highland Valley Road. But then you sit there and you look at what you look at how many little Christmas trees that they have there at that growing yard. It's an 
it's insane. And to think that they do that every year. I know. It's it, uh, got to be. It's crazy. It, it's absolutely crazy. So anyway, that's a, it, if you want to get out into, into some of the back country, that's actually a, that's actually a pretty nice drive from Pomerado Road up to Ramona. And if you keep driving, you'll get to a winery, I hear. Oh, there's a few of them up there, Okay, yeah. And they look out over San Pasquale Valley? There's one that does, yeah. And you can get the take the back road and go to Ramona if you want, right? Yeah, it just stay on Highland in. Valley. It'll take you right up to just about to the airport, I think. It ties in somewhere up around Ramona Airport. And around the U-Pick Persimmon Place. If you want to And the there. Wildlife Place. and The Wildlife Place. Yeah, there's some kind of a wildlife place you drive past on that up at the up at the top it's like a rescue center or something oh i don't the, i don't think what, i ever saw i don't think i ever drove past and tigers there. and lions and something like kind of yeah. like that but i, I thought that was birds. i thought that was out east well no yeah. that is out yeah. east but it's kind of like that okay but i don't know what they have there i just have driven past it many times gotcha george found an interesting article last week he was showing it to me and it was about scale and I didn't realize this, but there's one of the young stages of scale is a, is a flying stage. Yeah, the the male in particular yeah. has wings, right? But that explains how that explains they how do. scale gets into your house on your house plant. No, it can't. Yeah. It had to come from the nursery. So, I oh, so you, that lady was with you too. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. all <laughs> of us. Yes, yeah. all each of us. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, that had never occurred to me before that there was a. Well, you know stage. that they have crawling stages. Yeah, yeah. The, that's what I right. thought it, it primarily was. Right. Uh, but I, I thought that was very interesting that there's a, there's a flying stage. You know, just when you say the crawling stage, it reminds me, or we have the, the microscope mm-hmm. and the can and the correct at, at work microscope and screen, and so many people, when they actually see what's on their plants are kind of startled or alarmed, and they yes. step back, and then they think, oh, my gosh, that was in the car with me on my way here. It's that was in my home. Over, yeah. And it's like that every day, everywhere. But right. people don't now, now you think it, about yeah. it, and now it's in your face. My favorite was a, a, a woman who had brought in some uh, tomato leaves, right. and she had them in her, her shirt pocket, <laughs> and she took them out and said, you know, my leaves are yellow. There's something. I said, oh, it looks like spider mites. She goes, I don't see any spiders on it. I said, well, they're, they're tiny. Let me show you. And I placed it under the microscope, and then you see it enlarged on the uh, monitor. Out. She freaked out. She was, like, brushing her shirt. She's <laughs> like, oh, my God, that was in my pocket, and she was shaking, and, and, she, and yeah. So, yeah. Like, like David said, they're very, people are very surprised when they recognize, but they're all, that stuff's around us all day long, when, everywhere. Yeah, and there's... when. You put it under the microscope, and there's a million—not a million, but there's, there's quite a, a lot. few of them. Yeah. Correct. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Maybe we could do yeah. that with dust mites and things for people in the future, just to make our big world a little bit closer, a little smaller for well, everybody. You, you had a—it was a—it was a variety of scale that we hadn't seen before, and we were watching it, and you could sit there and watch it, and you could see the leg come out from underneath of it, and move around and it was uh it's somewhat unnerving sometimes what what that microscope i hope i don't become unnerved by it it's going to be very very difficult i mean i have allergies and i have a bad career choice but now if i become unnerved by well you know i think for some people like i'll eat right off the plants i'll I'll take stuff and you know Mm -hmm. blow it blow the dust off and eat it but you're not blowing off the uh the spider mites or the thrips or any of the other other small small funny story this morning i went and picked some grapes off of my grapevine and 
it's dark out, but I have my flashlight and my grapes, and I blew the dust off of them. And when you have a flashlight and you blow the dust off of them, you can see how much dust was on there. But I did not look for any of the other crawling things or the spiders that were probably in there. Spiders and ants. And I didn't want to touch them, so I just held up the thing and (laughs) ate them off of the... That was a cluster. Day. I know people can't. Good, thank God it's radio. That was that was attractive the way. You did well, that. the point of the story was the dust. Watching the right. dust fly, and maybe there were the dust mites that were in there too. So it was okay. May, maybe maybe not. You may continue, Mister Anderson. A uh, couple of things that we had that I spotted coming into the nursery. We had some really nice five gallon hibiscus mashudos that came in. Uh, oh, that yeah. wine red color. Not the biggest, not the biggest flower I've seen on hibiscus mosquitoes, but uh, the color was, the color was yeah, incredible. And for those of you that don't that aren't familiar with hibiscus mosquitoes, it's in the mallow family, but it goes dormant in the in the wintertime. Right. It dies back down to the ground, but it, they'll grow five or six feet um, each season. And the flowers Flower on them are the size are like dinner plates. Dinner, dinner plates, plates. Yeah, right. it's, like it's the, a, the color is. The colors, yeah. the color is very, very intense. I know it's only an ornamental, George, but do you happen to have one of those hibiscus? I, I do. And how, this, how did you get it? Because it was a, it, it died back in the winter. No, it back, was dead. It, it, <laughs> the customer brought it back because it was dead. I love that. And an, and another. it was dead. It, there was nothing there, but we knew better, and it's growing well. This year it didn't do as well because I put it in the ground for the first year, and so it's. Getting its kind of getting its feet wet, so to speak, and, and getting getting attached to the ground. But in the pot, the last several years, it has been. I, I think I showed you a photograph with a tape measure. It was a ten or eleven inch flower uh, yeah. on that dead plant. That's something that you see in Ohio. I mean, oh, really? One, one of the deciduous hibiscus. Yeah, or that one dies back. But yeah, you see those in in, in Ohio. It's a beautiful plant. Yeah, it is. It is a it is a very pretty plant. Um, another. Th- one that we had that we got in that I have I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, we got some nice five gallon brainias in. Oh, okay. Uh, Snowbush, and I think about twenty years ago that plant was so popular. It was it was incredible. Never, Every everybody uh, everybody was growing it. You could get it in right all different sizes. But that snowbush needs needs shade. It needs some special Filtered care. Sunlight. Yeah, yeah well, it's it can be yeah, a little bit tender. Right. Yeah, you can. It, it, it can take quite a bit if it has enough water. Correct. But it, it's better in filtered some. But wasn't it ample? It used to bring us dozens of those yes. every week. Yes. And we'd sell through them as quickly as we can get them in. Yep. Yeah. I remember going to the Disneyland Hotel. They have them. At, they had them twenty years ago. To whatever it was, twenty five years ago. They had some big ones. In the, but they're beautiful, beautiful. But yeah. they were out in the full sun. I mean, they were protected by like a staircase a little bit, but. They were, uh, they were beautiful. Yeah, that's Gorgeous a first, color. First time I've and we'd we'd sell them as house plants. We'd sell them right. in the, in the right. shade house. And we, they were, we sold tons of them. Yes, and then it just, yeah, kind of faded and faded oh, in popularity. And now they're she's. apparently coming back. Yep. So, but they're they're we have some nice had some nice five gallons in in stock in right. the uh, in the Poway store. And I don't know who they came from, but we had some. Had some princess flowers that came in that were just absolutely perfect. They're huge, huge foliage on them. No salt burn yet. Yeah. 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 And if you nice and- if you don't if you don't know what princess flowers are, it's uh, Tibuchina, and they have probably the deepest color per purple flower yeah. that 
I've ever seen on anything. And soft, velvety leaves. Very soft. Yeah. Very the zoo soft has velvety. some beautiful specimens. And actually, Wideners, when, when they, we had to dig your own begonias when, when he called in, and uh, Capri and I went up there, and they have a beautiful princess flower uh, in full sun. Oh, yeah. the coast. Yeah. It's spectacular. Yeah, it is. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady and George Allman. And talking about the sweetest sugar, I was telling Blake about um, C&H sugar. Oh, C&H, yeah. When I was a kid, that was, that's what it was, was was C&H. And it was, and it was always, they always filmed it in Hawaii. Yes. And it was that, it was pure cane sugar from Hawaii. Um. and they, if you go on YouTube, you can actually search for CNH commercials, and you can you can see some of them. And I was showing them to him; he was completely unimpressed. Um, but I just remember as a kid, that's one of the things that made me want to go to Hawaii was the CNH sugar commercials. And now, you, and now there is no sugar cane grown in Hawaii at, at all. It's complete. That industry is completely gone. Wow. But and I, but I remember the first time I went over there, which was. 1979, I think. Um, there were still tons of sugarcane being grown all, on all all the islands. I mean, it was it was all over the place. And yeah. Over the years, it just slowly shrank down until the last the last the last sugar processing plant was um, on Maui, uh, down by the airport, and then that shut down a few years ago. So yeah. it's the whole thing is gone. It's yeah. kind of crazy. It really is kind of crazy. Um, if you, you don't, you don't call, want me to sing? No. My no. C&H commercial? No. no. All uh, right. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We did touch on the fact that it is time for um, fall vegetables. Yes. Uh, so, you know, now's the time to start thinking about what you want to put in. But before you before you put it in, there's stuff that you should probably do to your garden to get it prepped. And first thing is get all your summer stragglers out take all those tomatoes that are covered in spider mites out yeah ours are covered in spider mites this year just get all that get all that stuff out uh amend that put in some some new compost uh some soil booster mix that all in uh 
add some calcium to the soil. You can use Correct. gypsum. Um, and put some fertilizer into the soil. Mix some grow power, tomato, and vegetable food. And a, a, and a pro tip for that is anything that you're going to put into the soil, put everything on top of the soil, and then mix it in. Don't do it one at a time. I mean, you can so, do it any way you want, but the, the pro tip is, is a, yeah. it's an easy way to do it. Correct. It, it gets Correct. everything in there. At the, it gets it all in there um, with one with one fell swoop. Exactly. So, so what, what are some plants? You, you know, you said time for your fall or winter. What, what are things that grow in, in the winter? Uh, most, of the, most of your leaf crops will start, will do very well in the wintertime. Uh, root crops. Root crops. All the roots, right. Uh, snap peas. Good time to put snap peas in. There, you could probably still get a, a crop of tomatoes in if you, if you want to put in a, yeah. put in some winter tomatoes. Yes. Or, you, you don't have the, you don't have the selection of tomatoes that you do Correct during the spring during the springtime, yeah. Um, but you still get some, you still get some stuff in. Uh, what else is there? That's good. A lot of the broccoli. herbs are still okay. All, all, the, all the brassicas, yeah, yeah. So broccoli, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbages, kales, kales bok choy. I love Brussels sprouts are good, but I, I, just, I found it very difficult to, to keep the aphids at yeah, bay they, on, on that more than aphids. anything else. That's that's the truth. Yeah, I don't know how they do that commercially. It, it is a difficult task. Well, I know when you mentioned the root crops, you mentioned, I think, carrots, but there's some other root crops that oh, you can there be are, planting sure, now. There are. There, oh, oh, you mean like beets? parsnips? And, and rutabagas. And rutabagas. But I was thinking one in particular. What was that, Mr. Mahaney? It would be beets. Beets, yes. The universal superfood, right, we, that everybody we, likes. We were going to harvest some yesterday. We didn't, so maybe tonight we'll have beets okay. with dinner. It is time to plant those. And the... Sweet peas, the flowering ones, not the oh, edible right. ones. Usually, right, Labor Day to, yeah, yeah, you want them for And we, and we, got, we, we have them in in, in, in Poway. You just the got seed, a bunch or, of the seed, new seeds in for oh, the sweet really, peas. I, I'm assuming we do too, but I don't know that. We always have typically. We need more water because if I had more water, I would plant a whole lot more stuff. I was going to sing another song if yeah. I had some water, but I don't <laughs> think that's how the song goes. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. We're going to talk to Claire from the San Diego Iris Society. Good morning, Claire. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? We're doing well. What's going on? Well, I heard you talking about fall plantings, and this is the time to be planting iris rhizomes. Yes, it is. So, so the San Diego Iris Society is having a rhizome sale today and tomorrow from 10 to 4 p.m., uh, today, tomorrow, in room 101 in the Casa del Prado building in Balboa Park. Outstanding. And we, oh, yeah, it is. I, I mean, it really is. I, I, sh- I, I shouldn't be so uh, exuberant about the whole thing, but I really am. <laughs> Nothing wrong with enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have tall bearded irises, and then we'll have some spuria, Louisianas, and arrowbreds. So not just the tall, fluffy ones that people have in their gardens, but we have... Others, the spurias will are um, three to five feet tall, oh, wow. and their their nickname is called the butterfly iris because the whole top of the clump will be covered with these fluttery flowers that are just gorgeous. They're, they've become one of my favorites because they are so lovely. You never have to dig them up in the summer; they die back, so you don't have to water them in the summer. And right now, they're just beginning to peak up their little green leaves. So uh, start watering them and fertilizing them now. And then by uh, 
April or so, then you'll just see this big cloud of flowers on the top of the spurias. They're gorgeous. But we'll have a few of those for sale. Yeah. And then we'll have some Louisiana irises. They're the water irises. They need to be grown in water or some really wet soil or where you have a leak in your water pipe, something like that. Funny, they're really people clean. were always asking, yeah, I have a, a spot that stays wet all the time, and you were always, they're always looking for plants, so that that's interesting. Yeah, that, that would be, be the one. Yeah. That, that would be a really good one, and they're just as colorful as the tall bearded's. Yeah, they're, 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 they are pretty. We used to get, we used, uh, Dan Carlin used to grow them. Yeah. We would get them in from him. Uh, the big flowers, oh, uh, yeah. big plants, uh, really, really nice plant. Yeah, perfect for a wet spot. Okay, and, and that, now we're going to have a, a go ahead. I was gonna, that, and it's from ten ten to four. You said yes, ten to four today and tomorrow today in and tomorrow. Balboa Park. Yep. And there are very so few have, things that are as easy to grow and do as well in the garden with limited resources as bearded iris do. Uh, that's true. And now is the yeah. time to get them, and you'll have dozens and dozens. Do you have an idea of how many different varieties and color combos you're going to have of iris there? We probably have close to 70 varieties. Wow. In years past, we've had probably 200, but this year we're just going to sort of start slowly after the COVID business. Yeah, that makes sense. The nice nice thing is we're going to have this really nice variety of irises, the Spuria, Louisianas, as well as the tall bearded. Going to have to, uh uh-oh, you're getting some coaching there? I sure am. He's telling me that it's a bargain, and that's true. We, they are pretty inexpensive, let's say. The bare rhizomes that don't rebloom are five dollars a piece, or four for twenty bucks. And then we have some that rebloom. They 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 bloom twice in a in a year, so you you get twice as many flowers. They're really nice, and they they're a little more expensive. They're eight dollars a piece, or three for twenty. And they will grow and increase if you take minimal care of them. You'll have more plants Correct. than you planted and this the spuria though i'm not familiar i'm gonna have to look into I'm that i'm not familiar with that one either sounds sounds interesting yeah you you don't dig them up they don't like to be disturbed right. so once right. you put them you find a place for them someplace for something tall because they can be as tall as five feet okay so, yeah in the back of the garden yeah and then at the end when the like say i think it was in july or august i go through and cut them off right near the ground like you would corn stalks you just cut them right off near the ground and then just leave them all summer long they're the perfect iris you don't have to really do anything to them that's what it sounds like fertilize them yeah well you come down there and i'll hand you two free ones just to try them out what do you <laughs> all, think all right <laughs> and we have this recorded so yeah. you can't back out now <laughs> I'll bring the podcast with me. Yes. We should probably limit that to certain everybody or just mm-hmm. us. No. no, just you guys. Okay, <laughs> just want to make sure. So, okay, I wanted to clarify that on air so so that you weren't overrun. Yeah. All right, Claire, well, thank run out. Thank you very much for the call and good luck with the sale this weekend. Thank you very much. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Goodbye now. If you'd like to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. For you, uh, long, for you long-term San, long-time San Diegans, does Casa de Prado have any other room besides 101? Yeah, yes, but everything I don't, is but done. But nothing room. happens everything in the other is in room 101. Back office everything. happens everywhere else. Yeah. That's the same. That's the room where the, rooms, I imagine. where yeah. the Christmas on the Prado yes. is, yeah. right? That's yes. 101. Yeah. yeah, That's the room. Well, that's yeah. the Every, important room. Everything's held there. It is yes. the room. 
Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross. Mark Mahady and George Allman, uh, you know, talking about bearded iris. I remember people would say people would buy them and they would say, "Well, you know, I planted it and it, and they they didn't flower." Well, what can happen, from what I understand over, over the years, is that you can bury the rhizome and the plant will grow, but they won't flower. They like to have the back of the rhizome on the surface exposed, slightly exposed, exposed right? Yeah, slightly yeah. exposed. So when you plant them, just plant the roots. Don't plant the whole thing and don't cover the whole thing with one, dirt. Just cover the roots. Planted one a couple of years ago, and the thing is, I mean, it's huge, Gotten it's big. beautiful. Oh yeah, it's exploded. Well, I had it in a pot where it did okay. Mm-hmm. Put it in the ground, and the thing just took off. It just grows like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful flowers. No, the the, the yeah, flowers well, the yeah, flowers are are yeah. are really spectacular. So if you if you have a chance and you want to go see some, uh, oh, yeah. stop by the uh, stop by Costa Del Prado. Oh, yeah. see what the the variety they're going to have there is going to be, be extraordinary. Because yeah. we, we had Stuff about, you can't get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't get. We had, what, maybe 10, 10, 10 or 12, or 15 varieties. 10 or 15 yeah, varieties. Yeah, we might have gotten a few more than that, but it's not nearly. Not not going to be like yeah, what, they, no, what, they, what they have down there. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of what my schedule is like for tomorrow know, and how I'm going to get down that. there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would recommend driving. That part's easy. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we should get some. I, I remember one time going to the, I believe it was the East County Road, uh, Irish Society. Society, and they had dozens and dozens of varieties. And I think because we're in the business and we see what comes through, it, uh, that we are familiar with so many of them. Yes. But it was it didn't even... Scratch the surface of what they had there, and Truth. this is going to be similar—not even similar. It'll be greater than that, and the the number of different varieties and the color combos that you can get is extraordinary. Well, the the um, the Louisiana iris—I oh, they're and they're you don't beautiful. See them, like you said, you don't no. see them anymore. Some of Dan's gone now, and yeah, no, he they they're beautiful. Oh, they're yeah. we really used to sell the really heck pretty. Out of those, yes, yeah, we used to and. 
big containers yeah, too, big 15 like fifteen gallons. Fifteen gallons. Yeah, yeah, fifteen. Who needs a fifteen gallon iris? Yeah, yeah but we, we sold every one we, we could get. We in. sold them all. <laughs> um, you know, it's another really pretty iris. the The native one is it Douglas eye? Yeah, Douglas eye. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a really pretty plant. And in when I would take the kids up to the up to June Lake in in the right. summertime, you'd get out into the back country up there, and there's just fields of them. I mean, just fields of blue when they when they were in bloom. Yeah, it's yeah. really really one great. gallon cans doesn't do them justice. No, they, no, they, it's, they people don't understand back, it. Yeah, they're ugly. Yeah, the the plants, the foliage. Yes, when exactly. at this time of the year, they they don't look like much, but. Yeah, knowing what they, they flower, will do yes. right. in the springtime, it's, it's hard to explain that to people. I guess with but that's what I think that, could, that's with most up. of our. Pro- I mean, well, that you is know, and true. I go back to the ornamental trees we were talking about yeah, earlier. You, you know, you bring a person outside and show them the peppermint tree, peppermint right. willow, or something, and they look at it, it or even a podocarpus, and you say, "This is going to be a beautiful yeah. um, canopy yeah. tree. It's going to provide shade." And they look at you and go, "This little stick, this you know, you just you can't imagine it." Yeah. Again, I try to think. Okay. Have you driven through Claremont or whatever? It's like those big trees up there. That's that's what this is, except right. Yeah, it's not there yet. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It is very hard to. I know, my words don't paint very good pictures. So, yeah, it's uh, well, well. You know, Brian's going to paint good pictures today for his good. ornamental class. So good. there's a, a segue. Oh, a segue see, for that. I see where you went yes. there. Well, that's but why it's we, the truth. I mean, again, you can try to explain it, but well, that's why when when we're talking to people at customer service, we have the. The yeah. uh, ornamental trees book and, yes, the, and yeah. the street trees book, and you can because if if you show, just go, yeah. if you just go out and show somebody a five gallon agonis, yeah, right, it doesn't look like much. It doesn't look yeah. like much right. at all. But no, I wanted up, a shade tree, sir. Yeah, you yeah. open up the book and show them what that tree looks like in canopy, and they 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 walk yeah. away with two of them because it's they're they're tree. gorgeous, or or any of those ornamentals. Right. And on a similar but different note, we finally heard back from the San Diego County Native Plant Book. People. We did. And oh. so both stores will have fresh supplies of San Diego County native books in the next week or two. Very is that, good. that John Leitner's book? Yes. Right. right. Yes. That's an excellent book. It, it is. And now that I've been spending more time in the native back country, I may have to get one and see what I'm actually coming see what across. You're actually, Instead yeah, of texting Shirley. All the time. What's this, Shirley? Yep. Yes. Southern Pacific Rattlesnake. Well, I have to admit, um, I've gotten I've gotten a more keen interest in in natives over the past few years. Yes, um, we used to talk well. We well, I, but there were a handful how, I how like. Un- I, yes. They don't do a lot for me because they they do look kind of you know chaparral esque. Uh, but there are a handful that are gorgeous. Yes, well, absolutely. And a lot of times, people don't think about them other than in the back county country during the summer when they are not looking their best but if you put them in your garden and water them on occasion only as directed by a doctor or pharmacist they look much better than that it's Uh, the truth and i was i was i'm one person that would always badmouth natives i mean back in the day you know it's like why would you want to do but yes and you still do, right? But well, no, but no, not no, as not, much. Not, not, yeah, my appreciation has definitely gone up again. Here. All right, yeah. knuckles. Well, you know the other thing that I found too, because we I planted a big butterfly and hummingbird garden in the in the backyard, and I put in right. a bunch of native salvias and things like that. And then when they don't get enough water, they just yeah they just look terrible. But if you give them a little bit of water right. all the time, yeah, they look outstanding. It's the truth. Yeah. Um, 
that one that one salvia that I planted, I can't remember. I think it's I think it might be bees bliss, bees but bliss. it's the, yeah, yeah. the that, ground cover. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful, and it lays it. It's not more than a foot tall, anywhere, um, and it it just looks spectacular. It's a really, and as a native, really how, how often are you watering that? Oh, they get a little bit of water a couple of times a week. Okay. So I could cut back on it, but the more you cut back yeah. on it, yeah, the, the, the drier they the look. The drier it looks. Yeah. So I, I do one about once a month, um, maybe a little bit less, and it looks it still looks good. But watching the progression in our hills when they go from like they look now, which is awful, dormant, and then we have we have some rain, rain and then into the, the spring when yeah. they're covered with bees and insects and everything's the the foliage is I was going to say green but most of it is silver. gray green gray, or silver gray. but and then they're blooming and everything's blooming and then watching the the yeah. progression is it's it's interesting yeah it's very very interesting and I, I got a it was a bee's bliss that I put in it's right alongside my driveway where my driveway meets the neighbor's horse corral so it's very dry and dusty over there and the soil is very loose and I, maybe once a month I watered it. And it has maintained its color and appearance. It has not gone into crinkly, wrinkly right, gray. Right. Yeah, natives. Natives, uh, yeah. and again, you know, we could, back the, in the day we didn't really get we didn't really get any natives either. No, there wasn't there wasn't that much. The variety we have right now is incredible. Yeah. Today is the twentieth anniversary of the September eleventh attack in New York. Uh, Washington, D.C., and Pennsylvania, we would be remiss to not mention that and uh, remember those that were lost. Um, there really are no words to describe what happened um, other than never forget. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back next week with another hour. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Were you in the yard with your wife and children or working on some stage in L.A.? Did you stand there in shock at the sight of that black smoke rising against that blue sky? Did you shout out in anger and fear for your neighbor or did you just sit down and cry Did you weep for the children who lost their dear loved ones pray for the ones who don't know Did you rejoice for the people who walked from the rubble and sob for the ones left below Did you burst out with pride for the red, white and blue and the heroes who died just doing what they do Did you look up to heaven for some kind of answer And look at yourself and what really matters I'm just a singer of simple songs I'm not a real political man I watch CNN but I'm not sure I can tell you The difference in Iraq and Iran I know Jesus and I talk to God And I remember this from when I was young Faith, hope, and love are some good things He gave us And the greatest is love
program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.